So for this episode, I was challenging myself to keep it super simple and to break it down and give you just like the 11 core pieces that you can put in your wardrobe. And I want you to remember that you can mix and match these however feels good to you. Because I'm going to name some things and you're going to be like, I would never wear that. Take the concept of it and then what is that thing for you? And I'll give some examples as we go. My intention with this podcast is to break down all the fashion stereotypes that you think that you know and take away the intimidation. What's up, Style Nation? Welcome to this episode of Styled for Life. I'm so excited that you are here. So today's episode, I have some juicy, insightful nuggets for you that came up for me this morning while I was walking. Hopefully you find the insight in it and the freaking humor in it. And I'm excited to talk to you guys today about investment pieces for your business because we're on a journey as business owners constantly investing in our businesses. And so I want to talk about how our clothes can help us do that as well or where we should invest in our clothes as well. So you guys know my intention with this podcast is to break down all the fashion stereotypes that you think that you know and take away the intimidation of style because it's not about being a fashionista. It's about expressing yourself and really, really understanding who you are on a deep level. Because style is really nuanced because it's all about the individual person. So that's the goal of the podcast is to break down those fashion stereotypes so that you as an awesome, badass female entrepreneur can start using style as a self-care tool to build your confidence so that daily dressing is stress-free for you because that's the goal, right? I was just sending out an email last week with the one, two, three outfit formula. If you guys have not listened to last week's episode, go back a um, week and listen to the one, two, three outfit formula. And I was talking about how easy it is to use this formula if you're busy, because what you didn't know that you had to do when you became a business owner was also establish the dress code for your business. And that's where like as business owners, especially new business owners, transitioning from corporate to running your business can be really scary. And you're like, now nothing that's in my closet fucking works anymore because all of these clothes, all of these outfits were things that you would wear to meetings. You knew exactly what meetings to wear them to. You knew exactly what presentations to wear them to. You know exactly what client meetings you were going to wear those outfits to. And now they don't really translate to your new lifestyle because our style is constantly a reflection of our lifestyle. And our closet has to match that and it has to reflect that if we're going to feel aligned. And I don't know about you, but the one thing I've learned that is there's dissonance in any part of my life, that's where the anxiety and the confusion and the self-doubt really starts to come in. So use this episode, use this podcast as your tool and your keys to getting dialed in on what that wardrobe design looks like you for you and your business. And of course, if you ladies want to go deeper, this is the work that we do in the Style Squad weekly. And ooh, is the Style Squad about to be juicier than ever? Because I got a secret weapon and we are going all in. Anyways, 
just planting seeds. Get ready for the fall because it's going to be better than ever. But let's talk today about investment pieces and what investment pieces you should be buying for your business for clothes. But don't shoot me. Because before we jump in there, I really want to help you eliminate any self-doubt in your business. And I just have to tell you a super quick story. And then I will hop over. We'll talk about investment pieces. We'll talk about the Nordstrom sale that's happening right now and why this sale is good for investment pieces. And we'll talk about the three key areas that we're focusing on in the Style Squad buying, the mood boards that I made for them. I'm probably going to share with you guys. Probably have already shared with you guys by the time I release this episode. And we'll go through like the 11 key pieces of building a capsule wardrobe. But first, let me tell you a really little inspirational story. I'm actually standing up today to record this podcast because, well, because I want to and because I have an amazing view. I have two windows in front of me. So if you're ever watching me on Instagram or one day I'm going to start recording this podcast on YouTube, the lighting in my closet is amazing because of the windows. So I was like, you know, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to look out because I do have a beautiful neighborhood. So... That being said, I've really been intentional in trying to get present in my life, and I walk a lot. A friend of mine said, I messaged her a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh my God, I'm rock bottom. I was having a moment. I don't know about you guys, but there are a couple days in my cycle where like my life is trash. (laughs) And my friend was like, Katie, go work out. It's going to fix 99% of your problems. Like, Don't stop working out because it will fix 99% of your problems. So some days that looks like a walk. I actually walk a lot. Okay. Just painting the story, painting the picture for you. So we're out walking, walking's medicine. If you don't walk, you got to walk. And we live on a golf course. So we're not golfers. I've never golfed in my life, but like I said, it makes for a really pretty neighborhood. So we live on a golf course and we have this path that we walk all the time around our neighborhood. Our neighborhood's kind of split into two and some of it has more golf course than other, right? Obviously where I live, it just looks like a neighborhood. Um, So on this walk, there's also a lake and on the lake is where all the golf holes are. I can't tell you what hole is what hole, but there's about three of them around this golf, around this lake in the middle of our neighborhood. And there's a flock of geese that have lived in this neighborhood since I've lived in this neighborhood. We're going on 10 years in this neighborhood. And they've lived here this whole time. I've come to love the geese because they're, uh, I can guarantee that they're going to be at the lake in the morning. It's really pretty. And it's just really fun to like have that moment in the morning when the lake is kind of steamy, especially in the summer, and the geese are flocking around. Now, I can imagine, like I said, I'm not a golfer, never been golfing, that as a person who's paid to attend the golf course and you're out trying to golf, that is probably really annoying, right? It it could be annoying. It's annoying when you try to drive by them for sure. But like I said, I don't live on that side of the neighborhood. So for me, they're just pretty. So I'm on a walk the other day. I walk at least five, six days a week. I'm on a walk the other day and all of a sudden, and I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see far away. And I'm like, hold on, that looks like a fox or a wolf. And I'm like, well, it's probably not a wolf because I live in Virginia. I mean, there's, there might be wolves here, but we live on the coast. So it's like, probably not a wolf, but definitely could be a fox. And I'm like, but it's not moving. And it's on the bank of this lake on the golf course. And I'm like, yo, so now I'm in my head. I snap a picture, of course, because I have to. And then the other people that play in golf see it and they go look and everyone's like, but it's not moving, right? It's just like dead still. And I was like, well, he's nocturnal. It's, the sun is up. He's probably freaked out. He's stuck on the bank of the lake. 
not my problem because I'm not getting attacked by a fox today because I have some presentations to give and I, you know, I can't do the fox. So I just turn around and I walk away because I'm like, at any moment, this fox is going to go fucking AWOL and chase somebody down. So I snap a picture. I show it to my husband and my daughter when I get home. My husband's like, this is definitely a fox, blah, 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 and not a wolf. And like joking about it. No big deal. The next morning, my husband and I go on the walk and I'm like, oh my God, the fox is still there. And he goes, I don't know if that's a fox. And he was like, hold on. I think I see a stick. And like I said, there's a lake. So he looks in the reflection of a lake, you know, big brain. And he's like, no, there's a stick coming out the bottom of it. He's like, oh my God, it's fake. And I was like, what? It's fake? Damn. Like, I really need to get my glasses. I'm like, that's so weird. I was like, I guess they put them there to scare the geese off, right? He's like, yeah, whatever. So we keep walking because it's fake. So now I'm not scared. I can keep walking. And then we start walking back. And then there's another one. Looks exactly the same as the first fox, the same exact fox on a stick. And then we keep walking. And honestly, the lake's really not that big. There's another one. And there's another one. And there's another one. And now at this point, there's five to six fake foxes all on the bank of this lake where the geese are. So now all the geese are on the other side of the lake off of the green of the golf course. So what they intended worked. It didn't work this morning because now the geese, I think, already know and are already back on the side of the lake. But the moral of this story is... If you have any self-doubt in your brain that your business isn't worthy or that there's not anyone who will pay you for your services or no one's going to want what you have to sell or what you do is dumb or any of that shit that comes out when your life is trash, I am here to tell you (laughs) that there is someone that is a taxidermist, which is creepy, and that's a whole other episode, but in my opinion, that's a creepy job. A taxidermist that makes fake foxes that look the same, puts them on sticks and sells them (laughs) to people who are trying to scare off wildlife animals. And that is a business model. I don't know how profitable they are. I don't know how many clients they have. But the moral of the story is somebody paid for that service and it worked. They had a problem and someone said, I have the solution and they paid them and they created that and it worked. When I saw that, I was like, damn, Katie, next time you feel like no one cares about your business and the style squad will never be successful or can't be long term and this is just like lightning in a bottle and you're just lucky, I will forever think about the foxes and envision the transaction of someone saying like, how are we going to solve this problem? Oh, I know. Let's go buy some fake fucking foxes and put them around the lake. So that is your business, um, insightful pump up for the day. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. I felt like that was my full like comedic story where I'm really painting the story for you. Anyways, I had to get that out. Like I see shit all the time where people are like, this is how your business is like this. And this is how your business is like this. And I was like, yo, this for real is (laughs) like your self-doubt story about whether your business is viable or not. Anyways. Now that we're talking business and your self-doubt is flowing and you're laughing and next time you think of it and you need a visual, you think of these fake foxes around the lake and just know that your business is more needed than that. Because if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you are creative and your heart centered and you want to make really big impact in this world. And maybe you're a taxidermist too. And I still think it's creepy. You have to DM me and tell me why it's not. But You're investing in your business. Your business is amazing. People need your gift. I posted a picture over the weekend of me in my closet when I first started my podcast about four years ago, what my closet looked like, what I looked like sitting on the floor 
And then I posted a picture of me more recently in my closet where I have, I feel more like my real self. I'm dressed and my closet is the closet that it is today with lipstick on the wall. And I was like, this shit doesn't happen overnight. It really is a journey and everyone's going through it and it's messy all the time. But one thing that has truly, truly helped me and honestly, before I even knew that I was going to get back into styling and clothes was getting dressed in my business every day. When I started that podcast and I was like, no one's going to listen to my podcast and this is dumb. What I did was get dressed every day because I started to feel more and more like myself every time I got on that microphone and every time I talked about something. And I knew that getting dressed was a way that I could connect with myself and a way that I could reflect on who I was and what I wanted and where I was going. And it just gave me a level of self-confidence that I can't even explain to you. There was a time there after I started my podcast where my company was relocating and we were going through the motions. We were going to sell the house. I would have never had this Fox story to tell you. We were going to sell the house. We were going to move to a different city. And this is all pre-pandemic. But just because I had started this podcast and I was getting dressed on a daily basis and I was really leaning into building my self-confidence, I just followed my intuition. And something said, don't do it. Like some, you have something bigger coming, don't do it. And thank God that I had the confidence to believe that because this is 2019. So you can imagine if I would have sold this house, moved, the world blows up in the pandemic, and then I lost my job, right? Who knows if I would have lost my job if I moved? But the moral of the story is getting dressed and really mastering our daily dressing and making it stress-free can be such a game changer. Like I said, I feel like I have so much more clarity than I've ever had. So definitely go back and listen to some of the recent episodes as we continue on this journey. So today I'm going to talk about investment pieces. And investment pieces are the things that get a lot of wear and tear, have a lot of longevity in our outfits, and are the things that make sense to invest in. My three, well, I might have more than three, but three of my favorite investment pieces that I'm focusing on right now are shoes, coats, and denim. So the Nordstrom anniversary sale recently dropped. At this point when this episode comes out, it should be open to everybody, regardless if you're a cardholder, an icon, an uh, influencer, or ambassador. So you should be able to shop it. I'm going to, I we put together a book for the Style Squad with all the things that they should shop with our first top choices. We let them get first dibs on it, but we are going to share it for everybody. Can't guarantee that the pieces are still available, but you can use it for inspiration on what you should shop for. So we really focused on investment pieces and we focused on staple pieces and we focused on neutral color palettes. So we focused on um, like your colors and this is a whole nother episode, but like your neutral colors and what those are for you. We'll continue to talk about that. Maybe I can put some more of that into next week's episode, but Get in tune to like what your neutrals are, whether it's a cream or a beige or a tan or brown or black or gray, what that is for you. And like I said, we'll drop this book and you guys can access it and look for it um, in the Instagram. So if you're not following along at Instagram, go follow me at Katie Allen Stylist. That would be the easiest place to get the juice if you're not already in the Styles Guide. All right. So that being said... That's what Nordstrom Anniversary Sale 
represents to me. It's not a time to go on a shopping frenzy because shopping frenzies are stressful. Then you get inundated with a bunch of clothes and you're like, I don't like them. And now you're inundated with guilt and shame around spending money that either you don't have or it's waste being wasteful because you've bought things that you don't like and that maybe you saw in a magazine or maybe someone told you to buy, blah, 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 blah. So use this sale super intentionally to buy the pieces that are investment pieces that do cost more than just a fashion top. And by fashion top, I mean something that's a little bit more trendy for an event or a Zoom appearance or something like that. But your jeans, your shoes, your coats, these are things you should be investing in. You should not be afraid to spend hundreds, and by hundreds, I mean 100, 200, maybe even $300 on a pair of amazing shoes, an amazing coat, or an amazing pair of shoes. One, these things do a lot of work for you. Two, if they're quality, they will last you a really long time. Your shoes get so much wear and tear, right? And what's the more, what can ruin your outfit quicker than a pair of shoes that's uncomfortable? We've all been there. We've all been to the weddings, the parties, the clubs, the date nights. And at the end of the night, you're carrying your shoes. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be a heel. It could just be a wedge that's become uncomfortable, right? These are the pieces that you truly, truly want to invest in. And like I said, we pulled some of those pieces for the book. So you don't even have to worry about that. So I wanted to take that concept. I wanted to drop a little bit of um, some tips on how to shop the sale because I think it's really important to reframe why we're shopping and not just to be shopping just to shop, but to do it intentionally. And I feel the same way about our businesses. Like it's really easy to want to pay to get rid of our pain and like, oh, this person has this and this person has this and this person has this. But if you, I try to get hyper-focused on what my focus is at the time and who and what I'm going to invest in. And I'm just new to this. So like, yeah, I'm not perfect and I fuck up shit all the time. But when I get really intentional and I get hyper-focused, it makes it so much easier. So now that being said, I do want to share, those are the three things I think you should really focus on for the Nordstrom anniversary sale, shoes, coats, and denim. And by denim, I mean an amazing pair of jeans because they're the hardest thing um, to shop for. But once you find your pair and you find your brand, then you're winning at life. And I'm going to dive into that in next week's episode, so stay tuned. But these are the 11 investment pieces that I think everybody should have in their wardrobe. These are the basic, essential pieces. And if you guys know me, I really hate me. I hate basic stuff. <laughs> I hate it. It's the Aquarian energy in me. What something hits mass popularity, I'm out. Okay, I'm out. I won't even tell you what currently I'm checking out of because you guys will send me hate mail on my Instagram. But anything that's like so mass, like I'm done. Now, I want to be there in the beginning. I want to be an early adopter. But then once it hits mass, I'm out. And I have this, and I personally think it's a challenge. I see this as a block for me is that nothing can be simple and nothing can be easy and everything has to be deep and complex. But that's not true because simple things are really how we make really big progress. So for this episode, I was challenging myself to keep it super simple and to break it down and give you just like the 11 core pieces that you can put in your wardrobe. And I want you to remember that you can mix and match these however feels good to you. Because I'm going to name some things and you're going to be like, I would never wear that. Take the concept of it. And then what is that thing for you? And I'll give some examples as we go. 
So number one is jeans. Obviously, you should have an amazing pair of jeans in your wardrobe. You don't need to have five $200 pair of jeans, but if you have one or two, like we can build tons of outfits around that. So the first thing in your 11-piece capsule wardrobe for entrepreneurs is a fantastic pair of jeans. We live in a very casual society. There's always an opportunity to wear jeans, and they're the easiest thing that you can wear in your business and in your personal life and dress up and dress down. And the ways to dress up and dress down jeans become endless when we change out our shoes and our accessories and our tops. Leading to number two is a white t-shirt. In my opinion, every person should have jeans, an amazing white t-shirt. It's a classic go-to outfit. You can wear it. It's a fantastic coffee shop outfit. It's a fantastic running to the grocery store on the weekend. It's a fantastic farmer's market outfit. It's a classic lunch date with a really good friend outfit, right? Jeans and a t-shirt white t-shirt specifically because white is a very powerful color and yes it might be hard to keep clean madewell is one of my favorite brands for this i love them i think for the price that you pay you get a decent amount of quality and they're not overly expensive i have a whole board on some of my favorite white t-shirts i think we even did an episode about this recently before because i remember talking to some of you guys about that and if you're not a t-shirt girl through and through then use your own style to figure out what that core basic white is for you. Maybe it's a fitted rib knit sweater top. Maybe it's a button down. You get to choose. If you don't know what your style archetype is and you can't even begin to figure this out, you know, I got the juice on that too. KatieJustyle.com backslash quiz. It's a really simple quick 10 question quiz. And then at the end of it, you can see what your archetype is. And there's outfit formulas, there's style elements. There's a little picture with some examples in there for you. And the best part is you get to mix and match. Look at your top two, mix and match those. KatieJustStyle.com backslash quiz. I'll put this in the resources section and the podcast notes. So we have jeans, we have a white t-shirt. Up next is a blazer. Everybody should have at least one blazer that they can go to in their wardrobe if you're a business owner. There will be an event in your life at some point that requires a blazer. If you already have a blazer, then I recommend you spice it up a bit and you get a colored blazer or something with a pattern on it. But if you currently don't own a blazer, just go for a really nice quality black blazer that fits your body type. Number three, I mean four, sorry. <laughs> Number four, jean jackets. Jean jackets. I love jean jackets. I can't say enough about jean jackets. They come in so many different styles, so many different washes, so many different silhouettes. We just um, had one in the style squad that we were looking at that was long and it was belted. It looked really professional, but at the same time, it was a jean jacket. And they're an amazing way to break up ensembles. Jean jackets are one of my secret weapons. When I want to, it's like wearing a blazer with jeans and a t-shirt and you've really dressed up your outfit. Jean jackets are how I dress down outfits. So if I want to wear a really pretty dress because it's the summertime and it's easy and a dress is like, just put on the dress, but I don't want the attention or I don't want the questions of like, why are you so dressed up? 
I throw on a jean jacket and boom, instant. If I'm hopping on Zoom and I I personally don't like to show my shoulders and a lot of chest and skin on Zoom because I feel like all you can see is my upper body. And I think skin can be distracting. And honestly, I want you to listen to the words coming out my mouth. I will pop on a jean jacket. It's a white t-shirt, good pair of jeans, a basic black blazer. If you don't already have one, get you a jean jacket. Again, that fits your style, your body shape. This needs to be tailored to you. Up next, number five, is a trench coat. You can buy a trench coat today and have it literally for 10 years. Trench coats are so classic. They You, you will never get a good quality one, will never get old. They're amazing for travel. Just go get yourself a trench coat. You go to that Nordstrom anniversary sale right now and you get you a trench coat that fits your style of personality. Up next, cardigan. So this is where I get a little like, ew, cardigans feel a little too preppy for me. Now, however, I have some. But again, I'm going to say this every single time. Get one that reflects your style personality. Cardigans are also amazing layered pieces. They're a really good way to get that layered, intentional, polished outfit look. Another great thing to layer on top of dresses. I remember one time I was styling one of my clients that's locally, and she's actually a retired stylist, and I had a dress that I loved, and I was like, oh, I'm going to just pop on this colored cardigan and a belt, and I had this like super cute incident outfit. It was really easy, and I showed up at her house, and she was like, that's so cute, and I was like, it's just a colored cardigan, but it instantly transformed the dress, and I think it's just one of those basic pieces that we can mix and match with so many things that then gives our wardrobe more legs. And this is why these are the 11 basic staples. You can take that cardigan and you can pair it with the white t-shirt and denim. You'll start to notice that all of these things really work well together, right? You have the white t-shirt and denim. You can layer that with your jean jacket. Then you can put on a cardigan. Then you can put on your trench. Now you have all these different looks and feels based on what you are going to do that day, based on who you need to be that day. Next is a button down. Everybody should absolutely have a button down. Again, as a business owner, I do think that there's an opportunity for this. Now, I know my big busted ladies are like, ew, skirt, pump the brakes. I know you guys don't want it. I feel you. I have the same thing too. But if you are looking at a nice poplin button down shirt, we can get some fashion tape and just that those two little gaps, those two buttons that feel like they don't want to stay closed, we just tape them right up for you. Now, again, assess your style personality, assess your personal brand. If button downs do not make sense in your personal brand, then absolutely don't get them. Exchange it for another t-shirt, exchange it for another cardigan. Up next is a dress. And then following the dress is a skirt, right? So we've had a t-shirt, denim, blazer, jean jacket, trench, cardigan, button down. And then last but not least, when it comes to actual clothing pieces, we're going to have a dress and a skirt because you can dress them up and you can play with them in so many different ways. Again, you can take those jean jackets, those cardigans, those trenches, and you can match them up, not just with the jeans, but with the dress and with your skirt. If you're like, "Eh -eh, I'm not wearing a skirt or I'm not wearing a dress, then you need to supplement that piece for another core basic in your, another core basic bottom in your wardrobe. That means then that you need to have one to two more pants or bottom options. So that could be dress pants. It could be joggers, it could be cargo style pants, whatever that is, 
to offset that so that you still have a really solid basic building block foundation because this is around the basic block foundation. So that was nine things. Those were nine like clothing pieces. And again, we're just focused on those 11 investment pieces. So 10 and 11 are shoes. We're going to go opt for one pair of dress shoes and one pair of fashion sneakers. And again, this is just a really basic example of 11-piece capsule wardrobe. You get to mix and match. If you and your brand never is caught dead in quote-unquote dress shoes, then you get two pairs of fashion sneakers. And by dress shoes, I mean anything that's not a sneaker. So for me, that could be a sandal. It could be a wedge. It could be an espadrille. It could be a mule. It could be a pointy toe flat. It could be a ballet. It could be high heels. I'm running. It could be a sling bag. I'm running out of shoe <laughs> boots, right? It's not a sneaker. So I would go on a limb and say that at some point we all need that version of a shoe because come winter, you may not be a quote unquote dress shoe girl, but everybody loves a good pair of boots, right? So I'm going to run through the 11-piece capsule really, really quick. It is white t-shirt, a great pair of jeans, blazer, jean jacket, trench coat, cardigan, button-down shirt, dress, skirt, dress shoes, and a pair of fashion sneakers. All right, lady, I know you're busy, so I'm going to let you get on with your day. I hope that you found this episode inspiring. I hope you found it helpful that these tips and tricks on how to build out that 11-piece capsule kind of gives you a place to start. And those examples of, oh, these are all the different ways that you can match up your outfits. And don't forget the resource. If you're like, I don't know what my style is, go take the quiz. Okay. It's super simple. It's easy. And I know this is like, eh, I don't have time for that, but I promise you this is part of that slowing down to speed up. We have to just know when we have the language of what our style is, then it's so much easier. And if you come back casual or if you come back romantic and you come back classic and you don't like those words, pick your own word. This is just a jumping off point. katiejuststyle.com backslash quiz. And I'll put it in the show notes so you can figure out what your style archetype is. I promise you, you won't regret it. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Connect with me over on Instagram. Let me know what your style archetype is. At Katie Allen Stylist. If you love today's episode, share it with your biz bestie. I'd be forever grateful. And I will see you guys on the other side. Thank you.